It's MEB 2023 and we are in the North Hall on the Edit Share booth and I'm joined with Stephen Tellamy. Hi Stephen, good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you. How's it going? Very well, thank you. So we're day one of MEB. What yep. are you talking to your customers about this year at the show? Well, we've just had our latest release, uh, Edit Share uh, version 23.1. Okay. So lots of really exciting new features uh, in that release, really to help people with hybrid workflows, with remote workflows, um, and much more integration into the editorial tools like Adobe and so on. Okay. And what's driving those innovations? Yeah, I mean, we, we uh, launched our Adobe panel around two years ago. Okay. Um, and obviously, it takes time for people to adopt it and to really use mm. it. Now people are really using it in anger. Yeah. And so what they wanted to have is a lot more advanced workflows, the ability to very quickly create sequences remotely mm -hmm. in like a web interface and then continue those inside of the editor. And so we've added some new features into the Adobe panel so you can preview those sequences okay. before you import them into Adobe just to make sure they're the right thing. Yeah. and then make sure that all the uh, metadata is imported. We've also made it very easy if you're used to just kind of dragging and dropping your media into something like Adobe, mm -hmm. they still want to get the metadata from the man. Yep. So what we've done is we've made it very easy to relink that. So you just drag it in, sure. relink all the metadata to like temp tape information, markers, sequence information, and of course, critically, prox proxies. So if you're doing a proxy workflow, yeah, yeah. if they've just dragged in the high resolution, we can attach the proxies afterwards and then they can toggle to those proxies. So it's really about listening to our customers about the workflow that they're trying to enable and they're needing more flexibility to work wherever they are. Yeah, and, and you say listening there, <laughs> I guess one of the benefits of a show like this, you get to, to hear a lot of your customers and take on board the challenges that they're facing. What sort of things are you hearing? Well, a lot of people are still um, unsure about the cloud or unsure about how they can work in a distributed or hybrid manner. We all ourselves are trying to figure out about how to work in a hybrid way, mm. part-time in the office, part-time yeah. at home. Similar kind of thing is going on with our customers. And so we've been really focused on these hybrid enabling workflows, right. like how do you have people working in different locations? Mm. And that's, again, some of the features that we've added into the product that we've hardened again over the last um, release. So for example, we have our Swift Sync capability okay. that allows you to rapidly synchronize two uh, edit share systems. So they yep. can be in two different locations and then have all of the data uh, uh, transferred at line rate as fast as you could possibly do across it. Now we found some customers that was causing them network problems because right. we were drowning their network. Yeah. So an example of uh, what we've added in this release is some controls over that feature so that you can choose how much bandwidth it's going to use, okay. et cetera. Nice. And so we had some you know, customers that were doing that. One of them was actually doing it on an island. They were doing a reality TV show mm -hmm. on an island, a villa with one edit share in the villa, and then a hotel where the editors were. And again, that's not the ideal of network conditions no, no. there. And so that's one of the things that we looked at was making sure that we could have a robust solution, not just when you've got like a, an enterprise grade, you know, network between two locations, but where things are a little bit more patchy between different yeah. uh, locations. So yeah. it's really by putting this technology into the field, listening to the customers, and then seeing uh, seeing how they use it. And then we're getting great feedback at the show as the improvements we've added, so. Yeah. Where do you see it actually going as the evolution and, and trends going forwards? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, everything, seems to destine to the cloud eventually, mm -hmm. right? And we saw that on the broadcast side of the house in terms of the broadcast industry. A lot of that is now delivered from the cloud, not just the metadata, but mm -hmm. the video and so on. I think we see the same within this side of the industry, but people are gonna take many years to do that. 
And so why we have been enabling these uh, hybrid workflows, it allows people to say, well, maybe I'm going to keep some of my storage on-prem, some of my storage in the cloud, maybe run the the ma uh, media asset management in the cloud. So what we've done with Flow is made it have that capability to be aware of where it needs to do work. Mm. For example, there's no point in trying to transcode um, a media that's on-prem from something in the cloud. If your transcode is in the cloud, it's not going to be very effective. <laughs> yeah. So we can send that transcoding workload down to the storage where it is okay. in place, have it transcode, and then maybe send a proxy version into the cloud for editing. Yeah. So we're really trying to think about a way for people to adopt cloud in a sort of a hybrid fashion. I think that's what we're going to see over the next uh, sort of 24 months, mm. more and more people adopting you know, the cloud in a hybrid fashion. We've had some cloud, uh, customers completely go to the cloud and they're doing yeah, all yeah. their editorial there. We've had customers continuing on-premise. And I think this is will be the trend we'll see over the next 24 months. And do you think that's a trend that's going to happen because people have to or because they want to? I think it's a, it's a bit of a combination. <laughs> really, a lot of them are just seeing that there's, a, there's, a, there's an opportunity there to do more things in the cloud, to have more flexibility. You know, yeah. uh, let's say that they want to suddenly start editing for one feature or one documentary they want to edit in a very high resolution codec, like an 8K codec. Yeah. If they don't have those machines yeah, yeah, in true. their room yeah. or facility, they lose that opportunity. Yeah. Whereas if they can spin up one of those workstations in the cloud, it might be a bit expensive whilst you're using it, but you're only going to use it for you know, a, a month or a yeah. few weeks then it can be really about an opportunity for them. They're trying to see, okay, I can see that this is possible. Now, what are the opportunities this is going to enable for us? Yeah, and that's yeah. why, of course, why we called our cloud solution Flex is because yeah. we want to enable that style of flexibility, that agility for people to try out the cloud and use it <clears> in <throat> new ways, not just trying to replicate everything they do on premise yeah, in the yeah. same way to have that flexibility and that opportunity. Interesting. And your new release, is that shipping now? That is shipping today. So uh, you can put all existing EditShare customers on a support plan. We'll get that upgrade for free. Okay, um, lots of really good uh, features. And then our next release will be just about in time for IBC. So we'll have lots more exciting stuff to talk to you then. Fantastic. So people <laughs> in Vegas right now, where can they find you? Yeah, we are in the North Hall uh, N2100, okay. uh, just right on the corner here. Uh, so it's really nice and easy to find you as you come into the hall. Yeah. And the best website? Uh, it's EditShare.com. Fantastic. Stephen, thank you very much indeed. Do check out the website or if you're in Vegas, drop by North Hall and have a chat to Stephen and the team. For everything else that we're doing at the show, check out kitplus.com.